Hello and welcome to Humans of Agape. We are Agape Europe, a community of people who make Jesus known. So lives are changed and Europe is transformed. We want to bring spiritual hope and help to people from all walks of life. I am your host, my name is Jochen Geck. I work in the Berlin City Hub in Germany. And I'm curious to hear about what God is doing across Europe. So this is what this podcast is all about. I interview people who are on staff with Agape and ask them about what God is doing in their lives and ministries. Reflecting God's love is the motto of SHINE, Agape's youth and high school ministry. Today I'm talking with Amos Koch, co-leader of SHINE Germany, who will tell us more about that. Here he is. Hello Amos! Hey Jochen, nice to see you here. Yeah, great to talk to you. Amos, you're the president of the Shine Ministry in Germany. Is that what I could call you? <laughs> well, yes, I always say I co-lead Shine Germany with Johnny. That's how I say it, but they could call it president as well. And you hail from the beautiful city of Fürth in uh, the south of Germany. And somehow you're not only from there, but um, it's also become the capital of the Shine universe in Germany. Can you tell us a little bit about your hometown? And um, yeah, what's so great about it? Well, <laughs> I love this city because I'm from there, because I was born and raised there. Well, a lot of people would say what's the best thing about Fürth is that it's right next to Nuremberg and Erlangen. <laughs> um, <laughs> so near the Chris Kindles market and the first uh, train was be between Fürth and Nuremberg. Uh, yeah, but, you know, other than that, uh, our city is quite, you know, mediocre medium football team um medium beauty <laughs> but okay i like it <laughs> and i mean still for such an unassuming city it seems to have a great reach in germany through your ministry yes absolutely i mean that's just where our uh, main office happens to be and um That's where we kind of travel from uh, all over the country. I mean, last week we've been to Berlin, where you are right now. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And we've been all over the place in Germany. And yes, that always comes from, from Fürth and the surrounding towns. Cool. Well, Amos, I'd like this interview to be kind of twofold. I'd like our listeners mm -hmm. to get to know Amos the Famous. <laughs> and I'd like to hear from you a little bit um, about the Shine Ministry in Germany. Where do you want to start? Let's start with the personal side of things. Excellent. Amos, who are you? Well, I'm 31. <laughs> I'm married to my beautiful wife, Johanna. We have a son. His name is Carl. He's almost one and a half. He's only just started walking. And um, at the moment, cool. we are renovating um, a house and Carl is helping a lot and it's really fun <laughs> you give him the power tools <laughs> well no he just copies me and, and us painting and scratching walls and so he does that everywhere now also in our in our old home he keeps scratching everything <laughs> <laughs> i was born and raised in uh, Fürth, so um that's also where my dad's church is that's quite important to know about me i guess because i'm a pastor's kid and um 
So I only really became a Christian, I'd say, when I was 17, 18 years old. Well, it does seem like you have quite the full life with the young family and the renovation of the house and a booming mm -hmm. ministry. How do you do it all? I don't know. It's just uh, you progress each year and um, become stronger and more enduring, <laughs> more positive, more relaxed more trusting i guess um just taking it one step at a time but i don't know i the great thing is just this last year our team grew so much um so we were really busy first half of the year getting everybody trained up and involved in our in their tasks but now that things are going um this february and march are actually not the busiest months so that's really helpful because that's what now mm -hmm. the time that i'm renovating yeah Yeah, I enjoy it. I love doing a lot of things. Yeah. But obviously had to had to say no to a lot of things as well. <laughs> and struggle well, like keeping doing my sports and things like that. So would you say that's that's important for you to keep a good balance? To be able to say no and get some exercise in? Absolutely, yes. I'm not like the super exercise guy or anything, but I just still think it's important and Yeah, obviously, getting time to relax, read your Bible, um, pray, all that kind of stuff. At the moment, I find it a little harder, obviously. Because, mm -hmm. interestingly enough, this has been a recurring theme in this podcast, uh, talking to people from different ministries in different countries, and all of them are kind of asking the, the question, how can I find true rest? So I'd be mm -hmm. uh, interested to hear from you, how you do it. Wow. That's an amazing, deep, great question. Oh, one thing that I love to do is I um, there's a, a shack nearby from like the the Royal Rangers, the Scouts, and mm -hmm. uh, they only use it on, on a few days. So um, sometimes I just book in a shack day, and then you know, just even the on the way there with the car, I already tune down and listen to a couple podcasts and you know start a fire and um read and pray and go for a walk i really like that i really love that mm -hmm. i think that's probably my best sort of trick <laughs> to find rest um yeah and do you really have to plan these days in advance yes absolutely i have to do that yes And yeah. and even then, it's it's becoming harder to actually follow through with them because, well, then my wife needs the car, or then <laughs> suddenly there's a big something coming up that I forgot about or wasn't able to plan ahead. And yeah, it's not. I I would like to say that I would do it once a month, but it's probably every three months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now as you're a pastor's kid who's also leading a ministry now that there are many pastors who also i would say struggle with a busy ministry and then finding rest and connection time to god themselves is that something like that you've already learned from your dad from from him, his ministry the importance of that or did you have to learn it all over by yourself I do think, yes, I think I learned bits and pieces, maybe even more from my mom, who was warning me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yes, and um, but I, I think I, um, yeah, I appreciate my dad 
um, a lot. He's he's quite a he's been quite a long term ministry guy. So he's been doing it for yeah as old as I am. I think he started the, his ministry in in Fürth in 1988, the year that I was born, and um, mm -hmm. so he's he's found a way to kind of get into the right pace and the right mode. And I think he's quite a spiritual kind of person. But, you know, he, he's, he did spend quite, quite an amount of time in, in prayer and he's very sort of focused on his Bible and all those things. So he's, he's a, a great role model to me in that. Um, mm -hmm. um, on the other hand, though, uh, there were a few things that I um, see critically, saw critically that I've also talked to him about, talked to my mom. I mean, Yes, just a lot of things with work-life balance, time for family, all those kinds of things where I think a lot of people in the generation before us seem to have been going more the sort of hardcore <laughs> road <laughs> um, <laughs> that I don't want to take. I mean, I want to I wanna go hard, but I want to go hard not just in one area of my life, but in like many areas and live long. And mm -hmm. so therefore need a little more balance i think than my dad huh but it is it does sound like a privilege to have experienced that uh, first hand and then i'm guessing you've been the beneficiary of that but also have uh, had maybe a hard time with when in busy seasons of ministry of your dad's church the work life balance was suffering a little bit mhm mm absolutely yes I mean, there was some yeah. crisis in the church, and obviously the family feels that as well. And yeah, low pay for a while, and just things like that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I'm glad everything's different in all those areas in your ministry now. Yeah, I, I do. I do like my life. I gotta say, I do love my life. I mean, we just experienced an amazing financial, I'd say, miracle, financial and family and everything miracle. Um, one of my, well, my dad has two brothers, and the three brothers mm -hmm. just have just inherited uh, money from uh, an uncle that was totally unexpected. And um, so the first thing they decided was to go um, visit my uncle who lives in Australia and, uh, you know, do a massive family trip, all of us together. So we were 25 people visit in Australia. Wow. And that was really fun, but also quite exhausting, yeah. but really fun and unbelievably expensive, but it was all paid <laughs> for. So thank God. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well... God provides in unexpected ways and sometimes, I mean, I guess you guys weren't expecting uh, God's provision looking like a trip to Australia. No. But uh, that's what it was. Yeah, very unexpected. <laughs> um, Amos, as we say it in German, because you introduced yourself as Amos, tell me a little bit, now that we've gotten to know you and your many projects, uh, tell me a little bit about the Shine Ministry in Germany. What does it look like? Yes, so at the moment we are in touch with about 100 um, Shine groups or individuals um, 
And as you might know, like young people, they kind of, you know, school groups, they go up and down. So it's always around 100. And that always means like we, we have to start sort of 14, 50 new groups each year and then 30, 40 mm -hmm. die. <laughs> But it's it's always like the, the ministry sort of load of 100 uh, young people, I'd say, that we're in touch with, leaders, young people that want to make a difference. And then we do... Um, lots of projects like there's a, a great band good weather forecast have you actually interviewed one of them yet not yet it's on my list not yet not yet so good weather forecast they're pretty much all on staff with um shine and campus and so we do a lot of concerts events um even like concerts in schools during break time um And um, we have something called the Shine Festival at a lake nearby. And um, it's really fun. I love it. That's really cool. And it sounds like there's a lot of fun and a lot of work involved in that. Absolutely. You mentioned that your team really grew last year. How did that mm -hmm. happen? I don't know. Um, I've been doing this now for uh, around 11 years. Um, if you count in, I was doing schools ministry three years in England, then I started a ministry for four or five years in, in Germany, then merged it with Campus and Shine. So it's been almost 11, 12 years, I think. And um, so I guess being faithful in the small helps just even get, becoming older and then new young people kind of starting to build trust and, and wanting to join like that's i think just one very very big factor but otherwise i don't really know i, I god just blessed us you know we our team was uh, around like, 12 people out of which five were um interns one year interns and our internship we changed our program to a it's called now a shine academy with three different streams media music and event management and that intern program grew from five to 11 young people that, so that's one big thing that are with us for this year and then um, we just got new staff like wanting to join and our staff grew from I don't know what was it seven to to 15 so we're almost with 25 people now like we tripled in September wow <laughs> that's crazy that's so cool yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, I guess from a leadership perspective, a challenge, a good challenge. A very good challenge. I enjoy it so much because yeah. these young, young new staff, they bring so much enthusiasm, so much new energy, so many new ideas. And it just really, I really felt it reviving even me and, and getting me more excited again. And so it was quite a challenge to get everybody into their tasks and into into their, yeah, finding out their gifts and passions. Um, but all of them just did amazingly well and were so blessed. And so now it frees me up a little bit, which is mm, very good. Yeah. And um, I, I mean, I forgot to, to share when you ask about Shine what our vision actually is. I mean, our dream is to see a movement of young people that, reflect god's love we always say reflect god's love because we love that idea that image of us kind of being a mere reflection of the love of god because we can't you know produce love out of ourselves we need to mm -hmm. get filled with god's love first and that's what motivates us i th um what is it one john one nineteen or something 
uh, God loved us first, and um, that's why we love. And I love that image yeah. that the moon basically shines in the night without sort of making an effort or anything. It's just kind of floating around space like many young people are. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just, you know, positions itself to reflect the love of God and therefore becomes a, a you know, a light and a hope during the night, which is great. That's really cool. I like the image of the moon because it can't do much to shine on its own. Mm -hmm. um, but it still does. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now, tell me what that would look like for um, a high school student who's involved with a shine group in uh, his or her school. I don't know if you have maybe a story to share, mm -hmm. um, something that happened. Yeah, there's so many stories. I myself, when I started in my school, I was just so inspired by stories of young people. So that's what we, we just share that all the time. Like we try to share stories from all over the world and obviously Germany. Um, one thing that happened recently, a guy called David, he was at our Shine Gala event as well uh, last week. Um, he came to our Shine Festival, wanted to do something, was really inspired, but didn't do, didn't know what to do felt like he's all alone in his school as a Christian, like so many others do, and then decided to buy stacks of pizza of his own money and bring it into school with him and just get a room and invite people in and just chat with them. And, you know, out of that, a school group developed and they're having conversations about life and everything, but also about faith and that's really cool there's a young person a young girl I think her name was Heidi I love her story as well because she she really wanted to do something and um, one day during um, practice for a music school something like a, a theater whatever she saw her teacher feeling really sick and, and like really like looking like she's not doing well And she just offered to pray for her. And and wow. then the teacher said, yes, okay, pray for me. And actually the teacher had tears running down her face after Heidi had prayed for her. So that's amazing. Um, I don't know. There's so many like little stories. But then there's also like huge stories. There's a group with um, between 60 up to 100 people each week in their group. Um, and they grew from six people. Um, five wow. years ago, there were still six, and now they're like 60, 80, 100. And their school is only 600, has only 600 young people. So <laughs> everybody in their school knows about them. Almost everybody has checked them out <laughs> once or twice, wanted to find out what they're all about. So they're having a massive impact. Um, yes, stories like that. And I yeah. always like to share my own story i mean when i only became a christian when i was 17 18 i was like really sick of all the religious stuff and then had a, an amazing encounter with god's love and then just wanted to share that love and didn't know how but felt like oh, i gotta do something i gotta do something and the only ideas that i could come come up with would be to like stand on the tables in the school and start preaching which i really didn't want to do <laughs> And then I heard about like a school ministry and heard about lots of stories of young people. For example, a guy in Sweden, his name was Joanne, not Jochen, but <laughs> <laughs> Joanne. And he 
decided he, he didn't know what he was good at so he thought you know I, I can't play the drums i can't play an instrument but i just want to draw the attention to jesus and faith conversations what i have is i have a face i'm gonna take a picture of myself print 50 posters um and write on that i'm a christian ask me why and put that all over my boy's school <laughs> <laughs> wow and Sure enough, he sparked a lot of questions and uh, people even came to faith. And like, there's, there's all these stories like that that inspired me so much. And then I started doing something in my school and it went really well. We had a cool school group. And, and that's how I kind of got to realize that schools are actually, in my, in my point of view, pretty much the most important missions field in the world. I mean, everybody goes there everybody's there any football player mm -hmm. you see on tv any model any something anybody's been there and young people are more open to the, the gospel in fact i think three quarters um uh who who are christians now have received jesus into their lives under the age of 21 and so mm -hmm. it's an important group and um that's why i love it that's my dream to see young people stand up shine their light all over Germany yeah. and reach this generation. Yeah, and I love in those stories that you told how much they involve boldness and mm -hmm. creativity and generosity even. True, true. Yeah. Very true. And I also say, always say just that small initiative, like the like the young kid that had five five loaves of bread and two fish And thought, mm -hmm. you know, I, I could walk up to this huge Jesus rabbi that 5,000 people are crowded around and suggest to him that he might do something with those. <laughs> Which was super ridiculous. But Andreas, who, you know, saw that little initiative, connected it with Jesus. So that's always what I tell my mm -hmm. team. You know, we, we got to be Andre Andreas. We got to see like that little potential, that little... Um, mustard seed faith and connect that with Jesus and then Jesus did the miracle yeah I love that and I can easily see why you're so passionate about your ministry <laughs> <laughs> that's great are there things that you would say you find more challenging in your job in your ministry well yeah quite a few I mean um I think keeping going has been a challenge over the last 10, 11 years, just to, you know, keep being motivated, overcoming struggles. I mean, it's not always that your team doubles or triples. It's often that you lose one of your most important people in your team, one of your <laughs> most important staff or whatever, and you feel like, oh, my days, I don't want to do this anymore, or you have different offers or whatever. Um, so I think that is quite a challenge and to keep believing, keep going. And then, I mean, we've talked about life balance and stuff like that. I mean, there's so many challenges. There's so many challenges. I don't know. I, I think mm -hmm. finances have been a challenge, something that we're getting better at right now. Thank God. Um, also, also, I think something more personal that I find challenging is to keep that um, evangelistic lifestyle up so that's one of my sort of new year's resolutions that I want to huh. um, finally get out of the Christian bubble a little more and it's it's difficult because 
We all love the Christian bubble. I, I love my yes, we do. even even my Christian football team that I play in, <laughs> <laughs> and they're my friends, and I love it, and it's awesome. But you know, I'm thinking about getting into a new kind of sport or whatever. Just really taking more of an effort and using the opportunity that hopefully will come with my little son and and the new friends that he makes. And yeah, yeah. So, what kind of steps have you taken from that New Year's resolution? Basically, I've just... The only steps I've taken so far, I've, I've had to split my year into a few phases. So, this phase is only renovated. Oh, that sounds smart. <laughs> yeah. But the next phase, I want to get into a new sport. And I want to um, not get involved in too much question like only christian activity you know you know what i mm. mean not doing like loads of extra hours and not doing like the extra extra involvement in church and here and there and everywhere but really focus on building new relationships outside yeah and i i think that uh, sounds like a really smart idea i had never thought about it like that like because often i think we can get overwhelmed with our new year's resolutions and then sure we can take like a small step but um really thinking through the year and seeing that there are different seasons in a year mm. and some steps might be more uh, adapted to a certain season so, mm -hmm. so absolutely i'm gonna keep thinking absolutely. about that Yeah. Yeah. And I love that like you as a ministry leader and as somebody like with a responsibility for people on your staff that you have that passion to cultivate an evangelist's heart and to do something about it. Mhm. Mm It's really cool. Oh, really? I feel especially as a yeah. leader I should do that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's so it's so easy to get caught up in like, ah oh, yeah, I'm I mean I'm preaching maybe to non-christians uh, when i get an opportunity or i'm helping people and uh, grow and discipleship and all that and i love all of that really really love all of that but i think i really need to challenge myself to get out of the christian bubble a little more <laughs> <laughs> and to yes. really just share life with people yeah really just share life with people exactly And that's it's such a it's such an awesome thing. It's such a privilege and so grounding and so it's a reality check as well. Yes, and I love people. Yeah. I love everyone. You know, I don't I don't <laughs> love Christians more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that that's got to show. Well, Amos, you've told us a little bit about how things are going, how things have been going in the past. Let's take a look in the future. Uh, I mean, I know we can only uh, assume what's going to happen, but what are some projects or what is one project that's up in the Shine Ministry soon? Oh, yeah. One thing that I'm really excited about right now and that is also relevant for heroes all over Europe is the Global Outreach Day or GOAT 2020, where... Um, You, I don't know, you guys have heard of it, but if you haven't, like it's basically a day in in the year where all the Christians in the world go and try to reach somebody and share their faith with somebody through whatever means. And the idea is to uh, reach one billion people this year in 2020 through 100 wow. million Christians. And this loads of nations like i don't know i guess almost every nation is involved and so many denominations and ministries and campus and crew are like one of the core main partners of the whole thing and so 
also in uh, Europe, us as Shine, we've sort of taken the lead in coming up with an idea of for for the younger guys to do in their schools or in their streets and cities. And uh, yeah, we thought it'd be great to have something um, that's sort of bold. Obviously, um, you, know, you know, at Shine Germany, we do a lot of T-shirts and, and things, and as you know, there's a lot of Christian stuff with like cryptic christian messages or like <laughs> little like worship something or and you know cryptic stuff that is hoping that people would ask about it and we thought yeah we love that stuff but let's do something bold this year so we decided to start a campaign that is called hype jesus <laughs> wow and so the idea is that um uh all the young people that are getting involved are going to get a t-shirt extremely cheap in 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 most of the countries that are joining in i hope if you're a listener from i don't know let's say portugal spain they're probably going to be involved switzerland and um you get a very cheap t-shirt that says hype jesus and then you try to spark conversations and there's also going to be gimmicks like i don't know cookies or, or bubble gum um with hype jesus and um yeah that's the idea to just create a bit of a hype for jesus and in, encourage young people to share what jesus means to them why they want to hype jesus why jesus is not just a hype but actually a lot more and yeah that's so I'm cool excited about that so the global outreach may that will be huge in may okay so we should start preparing now yeah it's a it's a whole it's a whole month this year yeah it's a whole month start preparing you yeah, should check out month. the website and and see how you can get involved yeah yeah that's really cool hype jesus i love that <laughs> well Amos, thank you so much for your time and your input and your thoughts. It's been uh, lovely to hear from you. Yes, Jorgen, it's been great talking to you. Thank you so much for your great questions. Yeah, and God bless you and your ministry and your family. Amen. You too and all the hearers. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Amos Koch. He's co-leader of Shine Germany out of Fürth, Germany. Amos mentioned the Global Outreach Day. You'll find a link to that in the show notes. If you liked this podcast, why don't you take a minute and send a message to your friends to recommend it to them? And it would be really helpful if you could share our Instagram stories. Speaking about social media, you can find Agape Europe on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or check out our website agapeeurope.org. I'm Jochen Geck and this is Humans of Agape. See you next time.